0: I'm
1: Jackie Robertson, and I'm Joy Barnes, and And we are Between between the the J's, J's. and I'm super excited to have a family member on here today. Well, I'm excited, too. I mean, he's not
0: my family member, but I feel like he
1: is. Well, Jackie's been in the family for a while, it seems like, because she knows knows everyone, and today we have Cousin Stephen, as Jackie would say. What's Cousin (laughs) Stephen up to? (laughs) Cousin Stephen, Chief Brown for the City of Noonan Fire Department is visiting with us, and we're so happy to have him because he's like, I think I asked you early this morning if you would come on, and you were just, okay, what are we doing? And I said, well, we'll wing it. That's what the Browns do, right?
2: That's, that's right, pretty pretty much. So mm-hmm. I'm here to wing it.
1: Okay. So tell us what's going on at the fire department these days. I know it's the holiday season, Christmas season, and you guys have been busy with a lot of different things.
2: Well, this particularly this last year, you know, it's been tough. Um coming out of the pandemic, or still in the pandemic, because we've had some positive cases over the over the last couple of shifts. So uh, COVID has affected us in every way for the last couple of years, and uh, we're still monitoring that. Um, we have the majority of our people are vaccinated now. Um, you know, coming off the tornado, which was a busy year, we're up to... Over 6,000 calls for our four stations, which is a record this year. We've, we've, we've run more calls than we ever had in one year. Um, what so is normal busy. for the fire department? Um, we've been hovering between, you know, around the 5,000 mark, 5,500 mark. So we're up maybe. We're, this year, actually, we are up probably over 1,000 calls. Um, very busy. Most of them are medical by nature. Um, but um, we have seen some of our house fires pick up over the last couple of weeks. Uh, do you think busy. that's
1: because of the – well, I guess we have a lot of old houses here if you think about it, and there's probably a lot of electrical fires, but anything you, you, that's – I mean, you just never know, do you?
2: You never know, and um, fires are few and far between now, especially since the push of fire prevention in the, in the early 80s and going out to the schools. Um, and the better building codes, you don't see as many house fires. But so you never know when they're going to come. You might have a ration of three or four in a week, and you might not have one for another month. Um, but uh, that has gotten, uh, and we don't see the fires that we that we did years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems like we've had a ration them over the last two to three weeks. We've had several. So
1: right, you just, you
2: never and you never know if it could be yeah. December, it could be July.
1: So back to the um, tornadoes, because, I mean, I think that's not to go backtrack, but, you know, lately there was a really horrific – I mean, ours was horrible, but that one was really bad, and Jackie's going to be visiting that direction. Mm -hmm. But so after the tornadoes, the fire department's responsible – Going door-to-door? Door. Was it just the fire department? Well, or? it was— Because you had a, uh, well, the, FEMA the, and. and—
2: Yeah, the initial response was, was, the, was the local areas, which mm-hmm. was, um, our, you know, in the, in the county's jurisdiction, it was the county fire department. For the city, it was the city fire department. And, of course, you know, the a lot of the, the, the big part of Grand Zero was coming up through LaGrange Street. It came down by the high school. It went over and hit Pinson Street. It went through pretty much the heart of our town— Our job at the fire department is to protect properties and save lives. So we were out doing search and rescue. Um, I got the call and the alarm about the time it was fixing to happen. And our guys were, you know, they were at the station waiting because they heard their alarms. Um, And they went out. And, you know, there's particularly, there's nothing you can do. We take classes, we take pre disaster planning, but nothing can prepare you for that. You Mm -hmm. know, at that point when it really hits, You just have to go to work, and those guys were resilient, you know. And it really – it touched me going out there. I went out to the scenes. I saw these guys coming up with pets running up through the rain, and it was – those guys did an outstanding job. Now, on through the night, um, they had to go door to door. You really couldn't see until the daylight came. And then by that time, the state had sent teams down, mutual aid teams. We went back, got a plan together, so the state and the mitigation teams that came in, along with our with our guys that knew the area and the uh, you know that knew that were familiar <laughs> with the surroundings, we would take a team and then we went house to house and we marked it if it's been checked and uh, pretty much door to door the next day. And then after that, it was just uh, clean up and we had in getting through there. We had to set teams up around the high school to respond to calls, and we set teams over around Pinson Street because there wasn't anything – you couldn't get in and get out. And then the way to go in and out, you didn't want to bring one of these expensive fire trucks down there unless mm-hmm. you necessarily had to. So we were responding in UTVs, um, you know, t- to go get the information on what we had to do. And if it needed a apparatus, we would bring it in. And if it didn't, we would try to counsel them. So, you know, it was challenging, but uh, – you know, just the way this community pulled together and, uh, and, and seen. And also, you know, growing up off the LaGrange Street, it really mm-hmm. hit home to me because, you know, not only being the fire chief here and having lead, I was emotionally invested into this, mm-hmm. to, to the whole tornado. And, you know, right. my sister had a house. Well, my parents still own mm-hmm. several properties up there, which you know, and I yeah. believe you sold one of them for right. me afterwards. Um, there were two or three of their properties, and one of them was destroyed, which my sister lived in so worried about your you know your family mm-hmm. too at the same mm-hmm. time, trying to do the cause was 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 uh, was different and unique for me but uh yeah and, and knowing the people, so it was really emotional, but you know the way this community pulled together, the way uh the, the teams I saw come in and out from around the state was amazing so it was and makes, I, I, makes you proud to be here, yeah, and proud I kept calling, calling you, I yeah. think you
1: and I've corresponded a lot, this being our community and Like, what can I do? Where do we need to go? Of course, that one day you really got me out of a bind at my house. Remember when oh, my yeah. carbon monoxide poisoning? Well, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> We're not going to talk think about that, get
2: mad, but, uh, you know, I
1: had an alarm and I said, "Oh my gosh!" I went to the rooftop. I was trying to, see, and the, the alarm was going carbon monoxide poisoning. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I can't sleep. Please send somebody over here without the, without the lights <laughs> going. And you know, Joy, you anyway. can
2: call nine one one set my instead per- of my personal cell phone.
0: Why would I want to do that? You got the inside connection. Why would I? Do that, no. right? She thought it would be quicker. I, one of the things, too, over that whole time with the tornado, and especially when you watch what's happened in Kentucky, the absolute miracle that there was not, other than the one gentleman that unfortunately passed away, I guess due to a heart attack. Yeah, We had no loss of life. I mean, I'm sure it, for your firemen going into that, they didn't really know what they were going to see.
2: You know, and... <sighs> I don't. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. act, act of of God. You mm-hmm. know that that it was a miracle that nobody was. But I think that if it had happened in a different time of the day, if it would have happened in the afternoon or early morning, they would have been.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It have been worse because cars would have been on the road. Those trees that fell across Lagrange Street. I mean, they were all over. I mean, it was, it was two or three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walker. Ten yards and then two or three more. So the mm-hmm. whole thing, you know, it would have probably fallen on somebody out there. People would have right. been out and about.
1: Plus the high school if oh, kids living yeah. in the high and
0: school. The, high you
2: know, school. Yeah. and the alarms going off and probably and the people mm-hmm. seeking shelter. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, if you look at that brick apartment over there on the Green mm-hmm. Street, the whole top was taken off of right. it. I mean, you know, they probably heard it and got out of there and got downstairs. Yeah. So
1: yeah. And, you know, I think as as bad as it was that we can still, you know, be thankful that, like you just said, there were no fatalities. Our town was not destroyed Right, And, you know, and I I see, I mean, I think we all see progress now. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the people are back in their houses and, you know, some people are trying to make a decision whether or not to stay, take the insurance money, sell what's left of their property. So, you know, there's, it's, it's making progress. So it is a blessing. And with it being the holiday season and Christmas and people back home and just the movement of. The parade. Let's talk about parade and the the Noonan uh-huh. Fire Department's role in Santa Claus.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. Let's on on to happier things. Yeah, exactly. The, Change the, the subject. Uh, I think we've talked enough about tornadoes mm-hmm. and yes. pandemic mm-hmm. for the last yep. couple of years that yes. uh, we can move on to something friendlier and what more so than Christmas and Santa Claus. Yeah. Um. So the day after Thanksgiving, the traditionally the fire department from as long as I can remember, um, mm-hmm. have, have, they brought Santa Claus to the court square for the children.
1: Even when I was a child. Yeah, which me is...
2: too. And uh, <laughs> we bring we bring him in on the Friday after Thanksgiving, um, and that's been a tradition. All the kids love that. And, uh, you know, he comes in the old uh, antique fire truck that we have that's been remodeled. It's beautiful, so everybody mm-hmm. wants to get a picture by it. It's, it's a very classic and um, beautiful fire truck. And, uh, you know, then the Christmas parade, uh, we've always brought Santa Claus, and he's the very last person in the parade. So we, we, we've done that for many years.
1: Yeah, and that was a fabulous parade, I thought, what? considering it was rescheduled, because I'm sure there were some people that had a conflict. I know all the local bands yeah. did, because we didn't have any high school band music, but it was— um, it was neat it, to
2: watch. It looked – I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I was in it. I mean, I rode in it with with my wife. I my knew daughter, you'd be in it. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
1: but look, why were, Why didn't you bring your red
0: Mustang
2: convertible? Uh, red, for the, well, it needs a little bit of work on it. It's oh, been in several parades, okay. but it needs. Mm-hmm. I need a little work I on it. Always look
0: that. for that red. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what we need so we can be in the parade next year, Joy. Never thought right. About want, that, or the golf? If y'all cart. want to
2: take it to the and get it redone for me and pay for it, y'all can do it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come good with that. All, well, that we'll, all that real estate money y'all have.
1: <laughs> the, yeah, I thought about the golf cart for next year. Yeah, and then you know we've got some friends that live in the country that got flatbed trailers. I mean, there's a little bit of everything. I thought the bucket trucks for noon utilities that were yeah. decor- had on the lights that looked good. There,
2: there was a lot of people at this mm-hmm. parade, though. You mm-hmm. know, and you got to. We, we also have to have a key role with the police department, and y'all y'all may see them around the court square, but we have a, a lot of firefighters that come in off the duty to work, cause, and they're for crowd control, because those little children will run out mm-hmm. in front yeah. of you. So they, they really watch around that court square. So that's another part of our duties in the parade. You don't see them all the time, but they'll yeah. be the best mm-hmm. and, along with the police.
1: It was funny, because the, the DJ Cadillac Jack that used to be in Atlanta that's now in um, 92.5, the Bear, mm-hmm. He was on the radio talking about that parade, and he said, I could not believe. He said, I've been in a lot of parades in Atlanta, and he goes, these people in Noonan, they know how to do a parade. He said, those people were 12 deep, and he said, it was fabulous, and I was like, oh, that's cool.
2: And, you know, a lot like that goes, you know, our part, but uh, uh, – Paige Beckwith has done a good job of oh, that, yeah. along with, uh, you know, our, our city manager and city helping sponsor that. They do a good well, job. Well, yeah, the parade. city
1: of Noonan, the, um, that department page, right. I mean, they they all diligently work to make sure the events are right. planned. And, and, you
2: know, when you have something like that, a monkey mm-hmm. wrench throw on there, you don't want the mm-hmm. uh, weather to, to, to mm-hmm. change it. But, you know, and it causes a lot of... You know, a lot of people get mad, and a lot of people get upset, but we can't control the weather. But, you know, the date that it changed, you know, you hear stuff, you read things. But, you know, I thought it went well, too. I did. Well,
1: I think city of Noonan does a great job on everything. Um, you know, the planning, there's a lot of... The
2: fire department.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here. That's why you're here, because you're the best. Um, I think you just, when you look at city of Noonan and what goes into everything they do and... Cletus and Hasco and, you know, everyone. They, and our they're and our great. elected officials too. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, they, yeah, they, they truly
2: great. care. They yeah, do. And that, they do know, that means and a lot.
1: They take they get a lot of grief about the growth. And you know, and you, you have to go them. you have to go to all the meetings, Stephen, because you have to plan like and are we gonna have to hire more people? Right. What's that gonna look like if we had this new development? And, you know, there's what is it, a proposed development that we talked about across from the Noonan, the, place. the, the Piedmont know, yeah. Piedmont Hospital. So, you know, that's a huge, I think it's more commercial, and all that's being reworked right now. And, right. of course, you know, we have to hear, especially Stephen and I have a lot of cousins that they love Noonan, but they don't <laughs> like the growth. But, you know. What what do you do? It's just it's here. You have a major interstate, major airport. All the time.
0: You can't. I mean, what is the alternative? Not Mm -hmm. to have a vibrant community with lots of opportunity.
2: Right. You got to take the bitter with the sweet.
1: Mm -hmm. That's what we have to do. Because you know, every time something Jackie laughs. Because if I post something from the Times Herald site that says we're proposing this many houses, and then all of a sudden everybody's going to chime in on it and give their opinion.
0: And if you if you don't like what's happening, you can always opt to sell your home. Yeah,
1: you and can move. do that or or run. <laughs> I tell it what really makes people get quiet about it is say, "Oh, I think your seat's becoming available. Why don't you run for office?" Oh no,
0: <laughs> not everybody wants to run for office.
1: No, no. I think I always say I'm a behind the scenes politician. Like I don't know, Aiden and Brock are convinced
0: you're the mayor, but
1: unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen's official though.
2: No, I'm. He's official no, fire chief. No, no politics for me. Yeah, none. <laughs> totally
0: understand. None. So, tell us about toys for tots that all the right, fire department so just did.
2: We we just picked all that up. Um, I think that was turned in last week, but it runs like the day after Thanksgiving or like the end of November, and uh, um, one of our ship Commanders Chief uh, Brian Crawford, he's he's done that. He's a former Marine, and the uh, Marine Corps League has uh, or is responsible for that tourist for Tots. So they have several different drop points, and uh, he does that. He sets them out everywhere around different places. We have some of our fire fire stations, and then he sets them out at different locations that have you know that are okay with that. So he goes out, picks them up, and then he delivers them to them. We also did the uh, the the Ronnie call. Um, mm-hmm, foundation. Mm-hmm. She uh, for the first time um, she met with me on wanting to do uh, put put the toys in our stations. We've done this mm-hmm. is the first year that we've done that, so we have that as well. And um, I, I can't remember what day if we are about winding that up or not. But if, if there's any donations, I, I, we're still taking them for for that foundation. Probably probably not much longer because Christmas is right around a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, we we've done that too.
1: Yeah, there's lots. What do you, um, what are your plans for the new year? Is there anything
2: no, that gonna, changes for plans for my new year? Personally, or plans for my year? How about both? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to watch the college football playoffs and pull for Georgia. Is what I'm going to do. Um, you know, first of the year usually we. we we wrap things we try to have all our training, we try to have everything done right at Thanksgiving and wind everything up. the state usually the state did come down around November this year, and they look they look through all of our records, and make sure that everything is done right to keep up with our training and everything and we we've, we've done all that and we that was passed with flying colors and then usually after Thanksgiving, you know we wind things down and you know the guys that are there they they're there running calls and just just winding down to the end of the year. And if they don't have everything, they're wrapping things up and then kick back off first of the year in January. Start the new year, try to get everything done. Get back into the inspections. Get back to uh, our training. And uh, each each month, we do different types of training. So you know, January might be a certain part of our training on fire engines or, uh, or house fires. Maybe the next one, and then ladders and ropes and knots. And we just cycle in and out and do that every year, over and over, and then mm-hmm. wind it up about towards the end of the year.
1: So, so, do you do you currently have any females working as firemen? Right
2: now, no. The Denise Burks was uh, battalion chief, and mm-hmm. she retired, she retired um, yeah. last year about this time, mm-hmm. and she was our only female. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: It'd be tough to be in that role, I think, it, as a female.
2: It wasn't for her, because she was pretty tough.
1: <laughs> well, she's related to me, too, you know,
2: uh, <laughs> on the other side that, of the family. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. No, but, you know, we're we're very fortunate. And this is one thing I do pride our, our department on is that our retention level. I mean, mm-hmm. we are – when you see or hear about other departments around the country and state that are, are short because public safety, we're not. We are mm-hmm. full capacity. Matter of fact – um, we're gonna we're gonna be hiring a, two people next year, but it's not because we're too short. It's because we're creating two new positions. Mm-hmm. So we are, you know, and and rarely do people leave here at and unless they retire or or, or or for some odd reason they just have to move or move or relocate. But. We're very fortunate for that, and uh, I think it's because we have a great department, and uh, we got great mm-hmm. leadership up there with, with the battalion chiefs and everyone else. And I'm, that's something I'm very proud of.
1: Yeah. So you have is it three or four stations?
2: We have four stations.
1: And how many total employees?
2: Um, about 65, 66 employees, starting in next year. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean I, I, and that's including the two new hires that we're going to have. Yeah.
0: Honestly, well, that's. Neat. that's. So, how do they decide? And I don't know if you can answer this or not. With but with the growth and when we have more subdivisions and everything in Noonan, how do they decide when you need a new
2: fire station? Well, you'll just look about where the calls are, and they have all these different programs and different things where you can ping locations and stuff. So, and there's programs that do that. So, like where the new station was built, and this see the the station one was taking on so many calls. Um, that they were one of the busiest stations, I mean, south of Atlanta, and we knew we had to take a burden off of them. So we looked, and that area was looked at. It was, uh, you know, there's 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 things that the that that the nine one one center helps us with, and we take uh, data on where the most calls come from, and we just pick that site, and it would pretty much tell you exactly what the location of the station would be. So in my mm-hmm. mind. You know, station. If there's a station five one day, which it'll have to be, it's it's more than likely going to be below uh, Lower Fayetteville Road and where the station two is now on Lower Fayetteville Road. It's probably going to be back over there near the hospital or back off toward Mary Freeman. Mm-hmm. And that area will probably be the next side of the growth. And that's what I'm. That's what in my mind. That's what I'm.
1: So station I'm one is the. Um,
2: it's the downtown. downtown station. Yeah. Yes,
1: gotcha. And two is the one out by Summer Grove.
2: Two is the one out by by Summer Grove. And three is the one on Temple Avenue, mm-hmm. and four is the one off of the bypass.
1: So I remember when there was just one, and it was downtown, and and where the old station by the, is it where by the, the pizza Carnegie?
2: Part, yeah, where Carvela's. Yeah, yeah, I remember it too. Was the fire station? Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep. So, as people are getting ready to travel, because it's Christmas and New Year's, what do they need to do to take care of their Christmas tree or anything Um, to make sure that you don't have to come visit? That's
2: right. Well, we were talking earlier, and I said, you know, water your live Christmas tree so we don't have to come water it. Um, You know, unplug it. Um, Pretty much that's, you know, as far as tips go there, just the regular safety things that you usually normally do. But but specifically, I would – Keep my keep my live Christmas tree watered, and I, I would unplug all of my lights and everything.
1: And make sure your smoke alarms are,
2: are working. working. Yeah, and that's don't, right. Mm-hmm. And don't have any carbon monoxide issues, and crank <laughs> up your uh, generator generator, and leave your door <laughs> open. <off the drawer. laughs>
0: it wasn't me. <laughs> that is a danger, though, when people use generators. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Use them outside. Keep them outside. Mm-hmm. Don't put them in your door. Mine, mine, ours. What close outside. your carpet door and have it outside somewhere. Ours don't was, let it. Don't yeah. let it come up through your house. The problem with I mean, ours, I,
1: mm-hmm. it was just halfway in. Well, halfway carbon monoxide
2: mm-hmm. is undetectable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's senseless. It, yeah. it, you can't smell it. It's odorless. Mm-hmm. It's tasteless. Mm-hmm. It's a silent killer. So you, it would be too late by the time you know it. So mm-hmm. make sure that's that's outside. Yep.
1: Well, this is. Probably the last podcast before Christmas. It is our last mm-hmm.
0: podcast before and Christmas. And
1: we're happy to have a special guest on here. And we're thankful for Clay. He's always here to listen to us and <laughs> encourage us. <laughs> and, and, and could give feedback. You can always yeah. give feedback if you want to. Excellent. I don't know if they'd hear you or not, but because we're on mic and you're not. Mm, but thank, anyway. thank you for
2: having me. I, I appreciate it. I'm glad to well, be here.
1: You can come back anytime. Uh, Just. <laughs> Just that we'll have to come up with a good for
2: I mean, It's it's okay for winging it. So it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we did. We we went, you know, I go through life winging it. I don't know. I think we should.
2: Consider I found out about coming up here about nine o'clock at the coffee shop this morning.
1: (laughs) There you go. You were supposed to be Lori with Blue Fern. Talk about decorating, but you did good filling in. You got any decorating tips for
2: us? (laughs) Um, Let your spouse do it. I mean, even if I tried to, even if I tried to do it, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It'd be torn down and put back up. What's your
1: favorite color? Blue. That's
0: mine. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, anyway. Well, we'll have Lori, though, join us, and we'll talk about the upcoming trends for 2022. And Stephen will probably
1: want to come back, but he might come back with some different subject matter. He may have something else to talk about in the future. I don't know. I think
0: think the two of you should come back on here and just talk about family stories. Oh. (laughs) Should we?
2: Claim the fifth. (laughs)
1: Yeah, No, we have some good fun family stuff we could talk about that dates way back. We just have to, I don't know if we can wing that part of it. We'd have to talk about that. You'd have to plan ahead. Yep. But anyway, so we hope everyone has a Merry Christmas. And if you um, have any real estate needs over the holidays, Jackie's going out of town, but I'll be here.
0: (laughs) And if you're thinking of selling in 2022, we'd love the opportunity just to come take a look at your house and maybe just talk about where your value is right now. Yep. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And I'm Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we are Between the J's.